spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. That is us. The deep voice guy is correct. Ken LaVica, that's me. He's Coquel. Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel. We'll be back. Tomorrow, noon, as always, here on ESPN 106.3. Joanne McCallie, former Michigan State and Duke head women's basketball coach, talking about her battle with bipolar disorder and what it's like to coach alongside Coach K and Tom Izzo. She'll be speaking with the FAU NBA Sport Management Program July 22nd. Should I um, should I give who we think is also going to be a guest tomorrow, or are we going to wait and see? How about we do this? Scheduled to appear tomorrow. Scheduled to appear tomorrow. Dolphins quarterback Jacoby Brissett, the Dwyer alum, the former starter, the former Patriot, former Colt starter, Jacoby Brissett, scheduled to appear tomorrow. Now, we have people working on it to make sure it happens. Did I just jinx it? Yeah, I think you did. But I also have his cell phone number. Do I shoot the text to make sure he appears? (laughs) Ooh. Hey. Throw your weight around. Like, go around the people who are actually setting this all up. And be like, yeah, let's just make this happen this time. Let's wait until the time comes and then see if you use your influence on that. I don't want to ruffle too many feathers, but let's just leave it like this. Schedule to appear. Dolphins quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. There will be a Dolphin on the show either way. Yes. Could be Flipper. Could be anyone. But we will talk We will a find a Dolphin if Jacoby doesn't show. We will find a Dolphin. Uh, to uh, to talk to tomorrow and maybe the animal version of said dolphin. Uh, I'm Ken Levicka. He's Coquel. So before the show, I have to uh, sort of uh, throw open the fourth wall here. Coquel walks in and he goes, that Giannis block, eh. I'm going to let you have the floor. Giannis, by the way, in case you missed it and have no idea what I'm talking about, late, late, late last night, he did what appeared to be the impossible with the um, with the, the Bucks hanging on to a two-point lead. Devin Booker comes down the right side of the lane, throws a near-perfect alley-oop to DeAndre Ayton, and Giannis, on one leg, pivots after defending Booker, jumps to the rim, and blocks Ayton's dunk attempt on the alley-oop. Booker with Tucker on him, throws it up for I mean, it's awesome. And by the way, credit to Mike Breen, uh, ABC last night, going with Antenna Kumpo in the heat of the moment, just rolling it off perfectly, uh, and not Giannis. Well done by Mike Breen, and that is why he's a Hall of Famer. But what is your issue with the Giannis block? I don't have an issue with the block, Ken. Stop painting me in the bad guy corner. <laughs> As you always do, as my microphone uh-huh. falls off its stand. That's what awesome. Are you, what is happening? And the You're microphone just fell down and attacked me. <laughs> I had to block that from hitting me in the nose. It's probably the universe talking to you. <laughs> the block was a good block. Just a regular good block. He said this his, wasn't just a regular good block. The, the ball handler drove in. He set his feet. He threw a low-lying lob that took forever to get there. Giannis turned and jumped to where the ball was going to be. You, you, you framing that as just a regular block is so insincere. What would you do? No, I mean, that, what would you do in that? It was a good block. It was a good, solid defensive play. But what is a defender supposed to do in that spot? You have two choices, right? Uh-huh. If someone drives in and throws a pass, you're either going to adjust your feet, turn and try to play the man, or if he throws it like that, you're going to jump for the ball. And he did the right thing. He jumped to where the – he knows where the ball's going to end up, right? Yeah. I don't care where he throws it to Aiton. Where's the ball going to go? So – 
It's got to go in the rim. They're, so he jumped to the. He turned and jumped towards the rim. He I played defense. I did see on Twitter last night those saying that is one of the uh, that is the greatest oh, finals block ever. Stop it. So our our good friend George Sedano at ESPN Los Angeles, he was sort of fighting that thought off, saying that LeBron's block against the Warriors in that clincher in Game Seven back in 2015 uh, that that is unmatched. Let's let's relive that, shall we? Thank you, Mike Breen on ABC. Um, but you threw out another block that might be better than Giannis's, and this might be Giannis made a defensive play. He shifted his feet and jumped. This is that was it from the bubble last year, Eastern Conference Finals, Heat, Celtics. Here's Bam Adebayo on Jason Tatum. Buck at seven, working against Butler, got downhill, turned and punches. Bam says, get it out of here. Adebayo, sky high with the block and rejection. That's why he's NBA All-Defensive Team. And that was game one of that series. So I ask you, the Giannis block last night, is it better than LeBron? Is it better than Bam? As I look at Sports Center right now, and in the cryon, it asks, greatest block ever with a photo of Giannis Antetokounmpo? Cryon? That's, what is that? That's the, the television name for a lower third graphic. So why don't you just say, in the words on the bottom? <laughs> cryon? Did you, I want to block you in the face. Cryon? Was Giannis's block last night the greatest block ever? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Was Giannis Antetokounmpo's block last night the greatest block ever? Because LeBron's happened in a bigger moment. It happened in the waning moments of a championship clincher, of a game seven against the Warriors. I get that. But LeBron's made a career out of track down blocks, and that's what that was on Iguodala. A minute and a half left in the game to save the game, to save the series, to save the championship. Bam Adebayo, flat out disrespecting Tatum, who was going for a tomahawk jam in the closing moments of the first game of the Eastern Conference Finals. That's up there. But Giannis last night, the athleticism guarding the man who threw the alley-oop and then blocking the oop. Part of the entire thing. That's incredible. Incredible athleticism. He looked like a safety playing the ball. He turned his feet, adjusted, and jumped to where the ball's going to go. You are the king of the undersell. I can't believe this. You are the, you more than anyone I know love hyperbole and you love putting things on a pedestal. And this is what you're going to try and water down? Because it wasn't the greatest block ever in the crying on, whatever it is. <laughs> the cry on. Like, get out of here. Oh, man. We live in the moment way too much. Hey, Sports Center asked the question. I'm just asking the question. Don't blame me. Sports Center asked it. I had a better block at Eaton's Neck Youth Center than that block. <laughs> Uh, you have never been able to come close to touching rim in your life. Get out of here. I can grab net. Uh, really? Net. Oh, that's even net. impressive. Net I can't even grab yeah, net. Yeah, I can't yeah. even do that. Uh, sports Center asked it. I'm just, I'm just asking their question. Giannis Antetokounmpo last night blocking DeAndre Ayton. Was that the greatest block ever? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's stay in West Palm. Steven's there. Steven, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Steven. Hey, guys. Great show. Really enjoy listening to you, you every day. Um, 
Answering your first question about the most difficult sport to uh, yeah. referee, yeah. I think uh, both hockey and soccer are pretty challenging as well because running up and down the field or skating backwards uh, is no easy task. Sure. <laughs> and, I, and I think another thing is that the NBA has changed so much in the past 10, 15 years that no, it's almost every player today travels at one time or other during the game. And the only other point I'd like to raise at the very end of the game, how Giannis took the ball inbounds and never took it out of bounds when he passed it in for that last inbounds play that they ended up calling the ball. Oh, well, I didn't even catch that. Lot, it wouldn't surprise me with as bad as it was last yeah, night. Well, yeah, they, they re-showed it. But you guys are great and really enjoyed listening to you both. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's a good You're point. Great. About... That is a great point that we're great. Yeah. No, well, oh, was well that, that the point you were talking about? Uh, that was uh, very eloquently said. Um, he's right about the uh, the skating backwards. Yeah, that's hard. That's really hard. Soccer is tough because no referee is, um, no referee is covering more ground than what a soccer referee is doing. Like that is that is difficult and you're isolated. You're pretty much by yourself in that spot. You're the one singular person uh that every player is coming to if they have beef, if they have a problem. And uh as far as but I want to make the point about football because Brian Cole tweeted, I think the NFL is toughest to officiate because there's so many rules, but the rules also differ based on where you're at on the field. That's true. And I maintain that as much as I love football, there is no sport in the world harder to understand for a foreigner coming in trying to learn the game than American football. Period. Not even close. But those officials are only judging one of those zones at a time. That does help. That does help. But there is, from all the rules, there is not a single sport more confusing to a foreigner trying to learn it. I don't care if it's baseball, cricket, uh, curling, American football is the hardest sport for a foreigner to understand. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Oh, is in West Palm. What's up, O? What's good, fellas? I'm doing great. I hope you guys are doing the same. God bless you for the work that you guys do. Hey, appreciate you. Anytime, man. Anytime. Listen, that, that play last night, it's difficult you know, in the, in the world, the sports world that we live in because we don't give a whole lot of props. Mm-hmm. It's a great defensive effort. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it was definitely great defensive effort. It's probably top 10 in playoff history. You know, and I'm sure an argument can be made uh. if it's any higher, like five. In my time, the things that come to mind are the Tayshaun Prince chase down yep. block, yep. which was long before LeBron James, sure. but just as heated of a moment with a team that really nobody expected anything of. You know what I mean? One of the more underrated teams. Yeah. And it's not a block, but defensive plays in the playoffs. Reggie Miller, Reggie Miller with the 13 points in seven uh, seconds or whatever, whatever it was. Yes. I mean, sold the ball consecutive times to then hit threes. You know, like that's well, why, there. Why don't you just bring up Elijah on blocking John Starks in game six while you're at it? <laughs> oh, that's a great you, point. Well, we and, can. Oh, we I can. love it. We I can. love it. I, I play basketball, and you know, I've never been Division One or NBA. But I can tell you, I, I've had a similar play where I've blocked somebody trying to get to the hole and then blocked the person that they dished it to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like cut them off defensively and then blocked. 
the person that they tried to get the assist from. Oh, great it's point. Not easy. Great point. It's and by the way, so extra points for you. Him. Extra points for you for crushing Coquel's soul. By the way, uh, with the Reggie Miller point, that makes me feel great about the proceedings. Uh, let's quickly get to Mark in Palm Beach. Hey, Mark. How you guys doing? Good, man. Uh, so, uh, talking about the greatest block, yeah. uh, I've been driving for like nine hours today, so I've caught pretty much every show on the radio, <laughs> and uh, Coquel kind of deciding more towards like the way Keyshawn was this morning, and you're kind of, Ken, uh, you're kind of deciding more towards like Greeny. Okay. And I see both sides, but to me, they brought up, they're kind of like two completely different plays. Like Giannis had a fantastic basketball IQ play to yeah. know threw the ball up, turn around, it's going to be at the rim, jump as soon as you can. Whereas LeBron is a hustle and, like, timing play. He had the whole court to sprint, and he had to time that up perfectly or else, you know, they might not have been the Sure. So they're totally different plays, but, like, I'm a Cavs fan, so I have to go with LeBron. <laughs> but I think I definitely think it's not getting enough credit as a fantastic of a block as it is. Uh, Mark, because there's – and, and Mark, what I'll say to you too is the next time you're in the car for like nine or ten hours, let us know beforehand and you can take everything you heard on the previous shows here on ESPN 106.3 and just come and do our show and apply all of that to this show and we'll take the day off, okay? Or call us at 1130 and give us yeah, the information. Yeah, I was going to say, where were you at 1130 where we're trying to workshop <laughs> yeah. this show? Appreciate it, Mark. I got you. All right. Sounds good. we got to set up a meeting. Then. All right. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Uh, Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. Uh, 888-760-3776. 888 Zero three seven seven six. I mean, you clearly saw what happened there. Elite athletes like me and Keyshawn feel one way, and you and Greeny feel the other. <laughs> yeah, me and talk radio nerds like Mike Greenberg. Yes, it is no surprise that we're falling into those different categories. At least Coquel uh, has the uh, the football background and actually played football at some point in his life. Uh, I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to work out if we're going to be able to do our Stormhouse Brewing giveaway today, or if we're going to leave it. Uh, so, why why don't we take the time to at least let me tell you about Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, uh, a half mile south of PGA Boulevard, US 1 in the Crystal Cove Commons. Stormhouse Brewing is where you can watch the United States play tonight in Gold Cup action, uh, US soccer. Uh, you can head there for the NBA Finals as they resume on Saturday. The Major League Baseball season resumes. Oh, and yeah, they're the only craft brewery in the area with a full menu, a delicious gastropub menu. And the craft beers are elite at Stormhouse Brewing. That's Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach, Crystal Cove Commons, US 1, just a half mile south of PGA Boulevard. You will absolutely adore it. That is my my promise to you. Coquel, we'll find a way. We're going to try and find a way tomorrow, or we'll double it up next week, the $50 Stormhouse Brewing gift card, okay? We'll find a way. Yeah, is that is that does that work for we you? Can do that we can, we'll we'll find maybe we do a social media one. We'll figure something. Okay, out. we'll figure something out because I I, I want to make sure that we get everybody through here. Jerry is in West Palm. Jerry, you're on Ken Levick alive. Hey, Jerry. Uh Jerry, I I think you're breaking up a little bit here. You hear me? I can hear you. Can you? There we go. Now we're good. Go ahead. And. uh yeah, where uh, Jerry is uh, in a bad spot. I, I try to tell you every day, one call too many, Ken. Uh-huh. One call too many. Jerry, give us a call back. You got about four seconds. Yeah. Uh, or do we want to give this away? I'll give the question. We can give it away off the air. No, no, let's let's try and do this tomorrow or Monday. We'll figure out the Stormhouse Brewing, okay? We'll figure that out, okay? I just want to make sure that we're good. 
But everybody make sure they get the Stormhouse this weekend. Yes, absolutely. That's not a question. But the $50 gift card, you got to earn it. You got to wait for it. All right, that'll do it for us. We'll be back tomorrow with maybe Dolphins quarterback Jacoby Brissett. Maybe. I'm going to say Jacoby's, Jacoby's going to come through. You know why? Because I got him ice in high school, and that's what set off his career. <laughs> like like jewelry ice? Oh, uh, yeah. Or just or ice, he, ice He was destroying Forest Hill in basketball, and he hurt his ribs like dunking on someone. I was like, here you go. Uh, I thought you may have uh, exposed a, uh, a violation. Well, a little NIL before the <laughs> NIL. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we've got to get out before Coquel gets in trouble. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. And we've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye.